It's Honey, the podcast. Hey, honeybees, welcome back for another episode of The Sweetest on a Podcast. Podcast. We're excited to be back. Yeah. Um, even though we're not technically anywhere different from where we've been. We're back to the same place. two months. We're, we're, we're still here. Still, I'm still here. Oh, that, that I was... I want a moment to be real. I thought you were just going to do that one part. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? If you don't know... That's fine. But if you do know, let me know that you know where I'm coming from. So what's new, babe? Well, um, you have rearranged all of the patio furniture. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that, I mean, that was new. Um, We've gotten a few more plants. Imagine that. Uh, And I think that, oh, our shelter in place order expired as of today. Yeah, so our governor, Kay Ivey, um, has decided that right now what we should do is have a safer in place order. And what that means is that establishments are able to reopen. They're just going to operate at 50% occupancy, but and we're still going to maintain a six foot distance between everybody, but you won't be arrested for not doing it or anything like that. Yeah. But we just believe in our businesses and every business that's not able to be open, we can totally feel their impact and we want to be bullshit. Um, so yes, I am incredibly anxious about yeah. what's going to happen with this. Um, I know all of the honeybees do not follow us on social media. If you want to follow us on social media, we are on Instagram at sweetesthoney.love. And you can also follow us on Twitter at sweetesthoneypod, P-O-D. But I posted a story last week about um, a Karen that I ran into. Hashtag Karen. Oh, Karen. So went into Publix and... just right now I'm just feeling really cagey I really dig my personal space I really am feeling like I will bite your face off if you're too close to me and you know Publix is like the Chick-fil-a of grocery stores but they haven't done anything homophobic as far as I know yet there's always time um So I really like to shop at Publix. The produce is Mm -hmm. always so good and so fresh. So even though it can be a little bit more costly, I really do still like to shop at Publix for produce. There's certain, yeah, I mean, like it flows a little bit better. It's more organized. You can find things. The flow of the store usually makes a bit more sense. Um, And Publix has, since the COVID-19 stuff started, been hypervigilant about making sure that they're counting people, Mm -hmm. asking people to keep distance from one another, and marking the flow, sanitizing your baskets and the buggies um or shopping carts for people that are not in the south um well what do you call it i call it a buggy okay well yeah like buggies or shopping carts a cart um (laughs) so they do a really good job at that and they've also implemented they have arrows through the store you're supposed to follow the arrow the arrow is one directional so you either go up the aisle or you come down it and that's to keep people from having to come face to face with one another Mm -hmm. so when you think about it it actually makes a lot of sense you know for that just being a little tiny tool to keep people safer and this public strip that i went on last week 
still while we're under a shelter in place order, I don't see but one other soul, maybe two other people with masks on to begin with. And this white lady and I kind of had words and I don't feel any type of way about it. Um, without getting into too much detail, long story short, the lady was coming down the wrong side. This was in fact, the second white woman <laughs> that I was actually you know, up front with. And I just said, you know, that there's directions on the floor that tell you which way you're supposed to come up and down the aisle. So the reason that this frustrated me is that I had to be within about two or three feet to get past her because she cut me off on the end with her buggy kind of in the center of the aisle. And I'm trying to get out. And immediately her um, response to me is very defensive. And she's like, well, ma'am, you need to mind your business. You don't need to worry about it. And I'm just like, well, I'm just letting you know that there are signs that you need to mind your business. And I'm like, you know, already walking off at this point. So I kind of stop and I say, excuse me. And she goes, you need to mind your business. You don't need to worry about it. I'm just like, well, I was minding my business because you were in my aisle, you know, and she just got really like ugly about it. She's still talking mm. shit while I'm down, like on the other aisle or whatever. I told her about herself and she got pissed off about it and wanted to go call a manager. Like she didn't even have a Karen haircut, but that was a Karen bitch. What, is, uh, what else did she say? She said something. Oh, you need to realize who you are. What the fuck does that? Like, Probably what does something that mean? racist. She was white and like over 50, close no. to 50. Yeah. That lady was a bitch. I'm and so you know, I said something to her about her behavior and that really, really set her off. And she continued to like follow me down like another aisle. And, and like she, y'all, when I tell y'all this white woman raced, like she was summoning NASCAR or some shit. Like she raced to the end of that aisle so she could catch me. Cause she was on one and I was on the other and she raced to the end of that aisle so that she can catch me because of what I said to her. And I guess she thought it was going to scare me or that I was going to apologize or back down from her. And she was just like yammering on saying all this weird stuff. And at that point I was done engaging with her. Um, <laughs> so, you know, nothing bad happened to me because of that, but it was just really silly. So again, please, like if you have a, um, a family member that you're looking after taking care of, if they're older, um, please keep these old ass white people out of establishments until like it's actually safe for them to be out there because I will punch your mom in the face if I feel like she's a threat to my safety. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, and that is my... Um, my public service announcement for this episode is I will punch your mom. I don't care. Keep your old ass, white ass, racist ass. Yeah. People home. Yeah. Um, that, that, that's the sum of it. So that was a fun altercation. And oh then boy. like the next day, like I forgot an ingredient that we needed, had to go to another smaller grocery store, still again, labeled whatever. And it's a, a black gentleman. But of course, like I've got like a scarf over my face. I'm walking really quickly. You can tell I'm just trying to get in and out. I'm measuring the distance between me and other people to make sure there's probably at least like 10 to 12 feet between us instead of six. This guy is pushing his very, um, uh, like she's a little older, but she's like a heavy, a heavier person. And like, I have a bigger body. Like I'm a fat woman. Like it, I'm not saying anything to like throw shade at her, but she was big and she was in a wheelchair. So he's pushing mm -hmm. her. So she's not in control of where she's going. They're coming down the wrong way on the aisle. She's not wearing any, like a face mask or anything like that. And he stops approaches me gets to be about three or four feet away from me and he's like reaching his arms at like his hands out to me to be like let me see your tattoos and I was like no and then just kept going mm -mm. like the fuck are you doing no mask no PPE they're in there probably for her groceries because otherwise why would she be in there and it's called make a list so that both of you don't have to be out but whatever um 
so yeah, people are just not taking this seriously. So I feel really like cagey and stay out of my personal space because there are people that are not taking the threat of this virus and how contagious it is seriously. And um, I'm not one of those people. There's too much to risk for us. A ridiculous amount. A ridiculous amount. Like I can't get my wife sick. My wife is the breadwinner, you know. Um, Also, speaking of breadwinner, guys, we are going to start doing something new where about halfway through the show, we will have, um, I'm going to work on trying to get some ad breaks in there. If you have an issue with that, sorry about it. Um, (laughs) We're trying to, you know, do some monetization for the podcast. It's a great hobby, but come on guys, like, let's be real. All of us could use a little extra kern in our, (laughs) you know, in our pocketbooks. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't worry about me. Like I'm trying to get my kerns. I'm all about my kerns and coins. (laughs) If you guys are not um, for the white people. Yeah. Coins, coins, um, money, she, currency. She's referring, yeah, she's referring to US cash. dollars specifically. Yeah. But if it'll um, U.S. currency, U.S. dollars, like USD, pennies, hashtag and dollar signs, and dimes and quarters, one and then the dollar bills, one dollar bills, five dollar, the bills, hundred dollar two bills, two dollar bills. My mom has a collection of two dollar bills. I remember you telling me. Yeah, like she all she just keeps them. She I has a lot. Telling me, I'll keep my eyes open. Yeah. Um, gold dollars. That's still a thing. Oh, Sacagawea. Half dollars. Sacagawea. Sacagawea. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> what is happening? Um, the most. So yeah. Um, Holy I'm feeling shit. very cagey, and I'm not super <laughs> excited about any of this. I feel some type yeah. of way about it. Um, yeah, I know we were nervous um, when the shelter in place order was ending or they announced <clears throat> that for the state mm-hmm. of Alabama that my mom and dad would want to like immediately go like resume normal life for them and uh, which isn't terribly different from what they're doing now. But and I, you and I both were so nervous about it mm-hmm. and anxious about it that I was like, let me call her. <laughs> yeah, we watched KIV's address and immediately thereafter I was like, I really am concerned that, you know, mom, you know, Allison's mom mm-hmm. is going to hear this and think like, okay, oh, like it's go. safe to go out because yeah. I don't want to freak anybody out. This is not going to be a very COVID heavy, you know, we've tried to stay away from that for the most part. It's not a COVID heavy thing, but you know, it's something that's happening with all of us. I don't want this to freak anybody mm-hmm. out, but I do feel like there's going to be like another wave. Yeah, like the test subjects happen. are going out right now. Right. And, you know, when you think about it, we don't know who all has this virus. And all of these people are going to feel free to hang out with their friends and go to establishments. Right. So there's going to be a wave because we have asymptomatic people that actually do have the virus. Right. People that could just carry the virus and pass it along to other people. So it's not really like we're like out of the woods. And, of course, like I feel like down here you give people an inch and they take three miles and and completely lose their minds. Right. They're and like, great, so we can start practicing for football again. Absolutely. And I oh. just, oh, I'm still going to be walking around, even if I'm the only one with a mask on out here. I can't get Allison sick. That's our breadwinner. I can't get my in-law sick, you know, because they're, they're older. Old they, I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want them to die, <laughs> you know, and as and dramatic then, as that sounds, like yeah. it's a very real possibility that that's something that could happen. And I do not take that lightly. Yeah. Or like if somebody, you know, passed this along to your brother who is um at a high risk oh because God. of his asthma and yeah. stuff 
um, or you know, um, my sister, and my grandmother on yeah. my side has hella health family. issues. Yeah. Um, you know, like, my mom has you know some health issues that could make her more susceptible, and right. because of what she does, you know, she's still one of those people that does public facing working um, class work. So yeah. I don't. I, I'm not willing to let any of those people fall by the wayside because other people just aren't taking it seriously. So please, guys, please just continue to take those measures and keep your hands clean and use your disinfectant Man. and, you know, protect yourself, oh. like still wear your masks. I don't care which side of everything you are on as far as the mask wearing goes. If you don't want to get other people sick, you don't want to get whatever, just wear them like it cannot hurt. See, and I saw on Instagram somebody posted in their story they, that Costco was requiring everybody to wear a mask now. And they were like, guess I'm canceling my Costco membership. And I was like, what the fuck? Because they're going to make you, they're asking you to wear a mask in mm-hmm. their stores to protect yourself and others. Yeah. I just, I don't understand. Y'all need to open it. Okay. And also like the people, white people, because I've never in my life, white people love a really displaced protest. Like, I don't know what it is with y'all and like feeling like the, the protest is the way to go. But for people specifically to be protesting the virus blew Mm -hmm. my mind i was like what is going white people are y'all okay and i don't mean allison because like allison is fine allison has a sassy black best friend who is also her wife so she gets like a double whammy of we're not doing this um i don't know how that works for like a double caucastic Mm. union i don't know how that works i don't know um what type of mutation you have in your blood for like the Republican gene um, (laughs) and things like that. But these people were really out here like holding signs, like we're going to protest the virus. It's my right. I'm land of the free. And I'm just like, you guys, like it's literally to keep you alive. They're like, no, we need the economy. I need a haircut. I'm just, you guys, your mullets do it's, not it's need that up. much trimming because now the stay in place order is basically saying that like businesses have the opportunity to be open but if those businesses choose not to be open they don't they're not going to get any sort of um assistance or anything like that like yeah. they did during they're the stay in like place getting order. forced into it yeah so if you are like a non-essential employee employee quote unquote um uh, instead of you, you won't be able to get those unemployment benefits if right. your company is technically able to be open. You could lose your job if you, you know, have a small, you know, or just like, like you were saying, there's no yeah. assistance that's going to be available to you because they're letting you know, hey, you can operate. So if you're not going to operate the way that you want to, that's not our responsibility. That's up to you to figure out um, what to do as far as your losses are concerned. Yep. Which also kind of leads me into this weird, like sinister idea behind like what's going on with it. Like I've been thinking about all these weird conspiracies about like what's been happening when everybody was really scared and being in their home. So there was just like three cars on the highway at a yeah. time. Like what was happening with people that have authority and have the power to change things and you know like what's different in the world outside than what we knew before all of the COVID-19 stuff happened yeah I feel like uh well at least in our neighborhood everybody's just outside a lot more Mm -hmm. uh so everybody is hanging out in their backyard or playing basketball riding their biker no no I understand what you, you mean I'm just saying like that's a change that I've noticed 
Yeah, but that's it's still not what I mean. What okay. I mean is when we return back to work, when uh-huh. we're going back into businesses and establishments, what is different? Oh. Like my brain automatically goes to, I don't trust the government. It is always like some sketchy, weird, like y'all, I can fall down a conspiracy theory, like freaking rabbit hole and be in, in that rabbit seconds. hole for days. But, you know, just in my brain, I'm just like Haven't seeing seen weird things about 5G. 17 days. <laughs> and I'm just in there with like a tinfoil hat on, like covering up the windows, like, oh my God, they're coming out to get us. They're trying to steal our thoughts. It's that 5G trying to freaking shrink our brains so that they can control the masses and weird I shit the like light that. Off. She said, ah! Right? Like, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I just think about weird stuff like that. I won't get into it, but I don't know. Just what's different? What has happened in our absence when we weren't there to witness and observe what's been happening? Yeah. Um, because that's been interesting that we're we've been faced for the first time in our lifetimes with something that it would benefit us to just stay in the house unless we needed a grocery shop or pick up medication for two months. I don't know. It's just it's 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 weird. Yeah. Um. If y'all are also conspiracy theory people, um, DM us. Let us know your thoughts on yeah. the situation. I would love to hear like your input and your ideas. I would love to hear just your favorite conspiracy theories theory in general, as like, it relates to COVID or just no. Any conspiracy I say theory. so. I say in general, any of them. Okay. I think that they're super interesting. Like, I think that we could do a whole episode just on conspiracy theories. Let's do it. Email it to info at sweetashoney.love. And love is spelled yeah. L-O-V-E. Yeah. Oh, man, that would be a good one. That would be a good one. Uh, but, yeah, I'm I'm there with you. Like, I, I don't know. There's just been so many different things that have been mishandled mm-hmm. from the beginning that I feel like... Uh, like, I don't know, had we had a different president and a different even, you know, group of, in Congress, how differently this could have been handled. Right. You know, if we lived in a different fucking country, uh, how this would have been handled or how, like, other countries around the world, how was it handled there versus here? What was their success rate versus, uh, right. I don't know. Like, yeah. I just wonder what would have been different. Right. Just even just from a geographical yeah. standpoint, like right. where we'd be. Yeah. That makes sense. D- geographical standpoint, political standpoint, the whole nine yards. The economical. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Speaking of, y'all get them checks. Um, so Man. that's been really um, interesting and weird. And also something else that we've heard was um, by way of another family member or a friend of the family or something like that about after stimulus checks were supposedly dropped, like the COVID-19, like um, economical relief um, assistance uh, program, whatever, where everybody's supposed to get like their $1,200 or whatever, that basically Walmart was like, it was on Black Friday. Slammed, yeah. And I just could not imagine... In a super rural can- rural county in Alabama. I mean, Jesus. I just couldn't imagine working at Walmart and doing... Like, people that work at Walmart already don't want to be there to begin with. Yeah. Um, in my almost 29 years, I might have met one Walmart employee that was happy that they worked at Walmart. And everybody else just hates me for being there. Um, so <laughs> I could not imagine how angry these people were speaking of okay so you remember that one time we went to walmart to grocery shop i think the last go round and the and the girl kept trying to correct us on the way we scanned because we okay, accidentally wait. scanned so we did like the self-checkout 
which we always do because we don't like to interact with people at Walmart because our attitudes are so shitty and they just make questionable bagging choices in general a lot of the times. Like they'll put like bread in with canned goods. And um, eggs with canned goods. Right. Just basically because they hate us. So like Allison just said, there was a woman that was there. So I'll let Allison tell you exactly what happened, but we're just scanning the items and some items would scan like twice because the scanner, it's just sensitive. Just the technology, the sensor is just sensitive. Yeah. So Tiffany's standing on the left. I'm standing on the right bagging. Tiffany's scanning. So she would scan and then hold the, move the product from her left hand to her right hand and hold it until I was ready to bag. Well, when she would do that, it would accidentally scan a second time. And this happened just a total of two times. And so the first time the girl had to come over and she was like, y'all got a lot going on because we had so much around our buggy, which we did. We like, did. Like, it was but a it was positioned for us. Right. And I could, anyway. So I moved the stuff so she could get to it. She fixed it, whatever. Then the same thing happened again, maybe a minute later. And she comes over and she's like, yeah, these are real sensitive. So you got to be careful when you scan. Maybe when you scan immediately, just put it into the bag. And I was like. Both of us was like. Bitch. I just turned and looked at her with that face and that tone that Tiffany just described and was like, and realized. Who was on the payroll? Because it's not me. Larissa? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Her name's so, not really Larissa. We, it's just we the dis- first name Larissa. That came to we, mind. So we disturbed her from standing over in the corner, chit chatting uh, and catching people walking out. And she out had to. Uh, she come had over to, and work. Two times. She actually had to come on her paycheck. And I just, I think that the self-checkout is, again, like, it's a double-edged sword because it's really nice to have the convenience of getting in and getting out, stealing if that's your thing. Um, but <laughs> not, not me. Not, I mean, like, I'm yeah, so paranoid about that. that. <laughs> I mean, but, like, do you. It's not my business. I don't care. Um, but it's really convenient to be able to put things the way that you want it to go. It's convenient to not, especially now have the interaction of um, touching another person or being too close to another person or having to wait for them to scan things kind of at their leisure. Cause a lot of, don't you hate it when you have like a lot of stuff and even if it's small items, this is their speed. Beep, beep, beep. Instead of it being like beep, beep, beep. Beep, and then like bag, beep, you know what I mean? I don't know. It makes me anxious when they get too fast, though, because then I'm having to like try to beat them to the buggy with all of my bags Mm. before they fill it up again. Oh, I don't have that problem. I'm just like challenge accepted. Like I'm ready. I'm just like, get all that shit on the conveyor. Let's go. Push the buggy. Let's go. Get over there. Get that nice middle ground. No, no. Well, sometimes they want to do it too slow. Sometimes they want to like talk to their coworkers around them, which also pisses me off. I've never had anybody be on the phone before. Um, Or texting. What? You've been at Walmart and someone's been texting while they check you out? Yeah. But like, I just run into like a lot of bad attitudes at Walmart with cashiers. Now, if it, well, with most people at Walmart, especially cashiers, um, I find men are the most helpful in the grocery section. The guys that are stocking the aisles and grocery men are usually, or people that um, are uh, male presenting tend to be more helpful for me than people who are uh, female presenting. Probably because you got big titties. Maybe. I mean, but even like, (laughs) oh my gosh, the cutest gay boy at Walmart in um, Alabaster. Yeah. I love him. Like he's got like a pink little like bun in his and an undercut. 
cutest thing ever. I complimented mm-hmm. him on his hair. We had like a really, really cute, yeah. like kiki moment, whatever. The cutest thing ever. It's just like men, like women at Walmart are just not nice to me. Gay men love titties too. They do. Who doesn't love titties? That's all I'm Who saying. Who doesn't love titties? Like, do we have honeybees that don't like titties? Is that a th- I didn't know that was a thing. Like Who I know that even people if it's have not like sexual, a just like, that, like but but are tits. But I if all you just don't really like, like titties. Both. Yeah, like you still have an appreciation for titties, even if you like butts, right? right? Like that's my thought. Would you rather hug somebody with big titties or not with big titties? No, definitely with someone with big titties. As someone without big titties, like I know that I probably just feel hard. Wishy hug. I don't. I'm fat enough to wear like it cushions it. I don't know, babe. Yeah. Maybe if you hug like another teeny Let me tiny hug the person. the dog and ask. I don't know. <laughs> and I probably wouldn't hug that one. I don't she... know. I could ask my friend Lee. He and I both are real teeny tiny. <gasps> yeah. And be like, what's it like to give me a hug? Ask Lee who he would rather hug, me or you. He's going to say you because he loves tits. Oh my gosh. <laughs> also, um, Lee's girlfriend's hot. Yeah. She's gorgeous and they're super cute. Lee is hot. So, I mean. It, Lee is hot. They Lee match. Is very cute. Yeah, they match. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always joke and say that Lee is like the one friend that Allison has that like, <laughs> He's just so cute and just so honest. And like, it's not that he's unattractive because usually, you know, that's what's code for that. It's just like, oh, no, they're just cute. I'm just like, no, he's attractive. Like, I get it. He's very attractive. Um, But like, if I came home one day and Allison and Lee were like cuddled up under like, I don't know, a blanket together or something. If they were like in bed, like not naked or doing anything inappropriate. If it was anybody else, I'll be like, what the fuck? But if it was just them, I'd be like, oh, look at how cute they are. <laughs> Do you guys need some snacks? Aww, I'm a cool mom. He is precious. I love him so much yeah. and I miss him. Yeah, I miss him yeah, too. Yeah, shout out to you, buddy. Yeah, we love him a lot. Um, and Lee is thriving. Like yeah. it seems like he's doing so. I, we know that y'all don't know who this is. This is just us having a conversation about <laughs> a friend that we miss and, and love. that had a rough couple years and he's on the other side of it and he looks really happy and has a great partner and they're just really cute and we're really happy for him and we we love him a lot we just like seeing happy people happy people we love be happy yes so you guys we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back all right and we are back so speaking of um, what's been going on in quarantine and partners and relationships on Instagram. And again, if you guys don't follow us on Instagram, you can follow us at sweetesthoney.lerve on Instagram. And that's L-O-V-E Lerve, not L-E-R-V-E Lerve. Um, but if you would like for me to change it, that's fine. Email me and let me know. Um, but one of the questions that I asked on Instagram was whether like how you guys' relationships are going um, while you're isolating together or quarantining together if you're in a long distance relationship how is that going how have your dynamics changed and I had a really really good um, response from a honeybee and um, this is what this honeybee has to say it's a little long Um, it says my quarantine has been pretty all right so far mostly been focusing on doing things I've always quote, never had the time to do. This includes learning a new instrument, mandolin, so much fun, and trying out recipes. I've been catching up on TV shows, I've been meaning to watch, and I've been catching up on some well-needed R&R. As for my partner, my girlfriend and I currently live in separate cities, about a six-hour drive temporarily for work. 
Quarantine has forced us to really go deeper and develop a stronger emotional connection. And as much as I miss being physically together during this time, this experience has been really great because it's made me realize that not only is she my girlfriend, but she's my best friend too. Super cheesy. I know. Uh, mostly we've been watching things together and spending hours on the phone coexisting. The Mario Kart championships, championships I mentioned are definitely the highlight though. 11 out of 10 would recommend. Current stakes are winner gets a beer for every match won and I already owe her like 15 pints and counting. One day I'll win though, hopefully. Fingers crossed. So Aww. we just continue to have like a really, really cute interaction. I just really, of course, like this honeybee is Canadian. So y'all know. Like, I'm like, oh. What a delightful, just precious, sweet human being. Um, and this honeybee's been really supportive and things like that. So um, I love that they shared that. And we've, you know, had been talking a little bit before that and a little bit after. But I just love that they shared that. And that's the sweetest that it was thing. just, you know, the honeybee talking about how they have been learning. So mandolin, um, if you don't know what a mandolin is, it's like ukulele sized with a very very round body um, a round body and a really thin neck and it has it's six strings right eight Eight. strings well there's two different kinds but the one we have is eight okay eight and what ten i don't remember okay well it all the ones that I've seen, I think, have eight strings. And um, it's a really interesting sounding instrument, but it's definitely not one that I would have ever just randomly been like, out of all of the instruments that exist, I'm going to learn the mandolin. Um, But I just thought that was really, really cool. And also even her talking about her relationship and how even though they're not together, they're still finding ways to have quality time with each other. Like I wouldn't have necessarily thought to like start a movie and watch a movie together or, you know, I've thought about like online gaming, but like Mario Kart, like how much fun. Aww. I know everybody's obsessed with like Animal Crossing right now. Yeah, I it, on the Nintendo Switch, I don't really understand, but I, I like that kind of stuff so i guess i'd probably like it <laughs> probably i mean i like the sims and like any of like the cooking games and stuff that you can play the i know ones. like you always want to cook and do chores like on your screen but you don't want to cook and do chores like in the house yeah and it just makes me angry y'all know that there is literally an application called chores i don't have that though i just want to she doesn't have that but there is one and i was like why would i want to clean a virtual toilet <laughs> If my actual <laughs> toilet needs cleaning, I don't know. Like it's, it's whatever. The point is, you know, I keep forgetting that there's like generations of people like way younger than me that are still technically young adults. And I'm like, you know, nothing. Like, why are you doing chores as a game for points on your phone? Clean your apartment. <laughs> um, do your laundry. It's disgusting. So... I don't know, that was <laughs> weird to me. But I just really loved that a lot yeah. and thought that those were really great ideas. So learning a new instrument, yes, yes, yes. Y'all know that I have been playing piano, even though um, for the most part, like our studio has been Allison's office. I don't Sorry. spend a lot of time in here recently. I miss being in this room. I have pulled a guitar out of this room so that if I have the desire to play, I don't have to interrupt her workflow. Um but, you know, I, I just wouldn't have thought to pick up the mandolin. Like, I picked up the ukulele. Um, 
I've played all four guitars at some point. You know, sometimes I play music that's more electric geared and it's more tabs and, you know, I don't think I've ever hooked up the my acoustic electric guitar. Oh, no, we no. haven't done that. I've played the drums. I've been teaching myself piano, but I've never picked up that mandolin. I don't think that mandolin's been moved off that wall since it's been mounted. It hasn't. I Man, <laughs> I was talking about that in my meeting this morning, uh, how I would get through the, the first four strings and it, they would be in tune and I'd go to tune the last four strings. And then the first four strings were out of tune again. Huh. I told... I told the honeybee the same thing about you and this mandolin. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just shifting gears here. Um, the honeybee had a lot of great things. If you're in a long distance relationship, quality time does still matter. That's important to them. So I love that they had the idea to just have these little miniature date ideas and things like that. That's absolutely precious. Um, so another stupid thing that's happened to us um, this week was I lost my fucking mind over a um, I lost my mind over an Instagram video. So if you yeah, guys do not same. know who Tabitha Brown is, oh she is this beautiful like I just imagine she is the sweetest lady that I would be so attached to because she just comes across with just this warmth and like bright yellow aura she is oh yes so gorgeous her voice sounds like i want her to read me a bedtime story at night i want to hug her in the mornings um yes i would trust her with my children um yes i would give her a key to my house and not expect for any like i wouldn't even check to see if things were stolen at night yeah like like she is absolutely delightful (laughs) and she does vegan recipes so she just does tutorials and recipes for um just vegan cuisine Mm -hmm. and of course like she black so y'all know she gonna be like let's get the seasoning whatever and her favorite thing that she says is like so like that she's so cute and because that's your business so anyway (laughs) it was and she's a black lady like i said and there was a little white girl that apparently loves tabitha brown and what i forget exactly how it happened with the little girl but the little girl was doing a recipe that she saw on tabitha brown's um page her page and this is the video so i'm just gonna let you guys hear the audio of this because it is just the cutest sweetest thing ever I'm not like a huge like kid person. I'm super obsessed with the human that I gave birth to probably because I gave birth to her and she is genuinely just like the most adorable small human I've ever seen. Um, Her brother, 
also such an adorable small human. But like, aside from that, like I'm not super into babies or like little Mm -hmm. people. Like I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, like that's cute. Like whatever. I really like this kid because she's inside of my cell phone. And if I don't want to hear it, look at it, interact with it, I can just like put my phone down. I could look at something else. Um, Y'all, that had me like choked up. Like I was like really in my feelings about it because I was like, oh my God, like this little girl is like so cute and she loves Tabitha. But this is the thing that got me though, right? After all this happened, they responded like her mom was showing this to her and the little girl is just like crying about the fact that Tabitha Brown responded to her and she saw it and the little girl got so emotional that she was like, it's so sweet. And she was like telling her mom like, can I have a hug? Or she said, I need a hug. And I was like, oh my God, like the baby is sensitive and like, I'm about to cry. Like, I don't, oh my. And then like, honeybees, do any of you guys experience cute aggression? Since this is something that (laughs) speaks so much to my life, it's something that I talk about often but I know it's not something that everybody relates to, but do you ever see something so cute? You're looking at your dog and you just want to like squeeze it probably to death. You won't do it, but your dog, like you're just like, it's so cute that it has to stop Be Like I have to stop it. Um, so you basically just want to like hug your dog until her intestines like shoot out of her ass. No, is that just me? It's fine. I experienced that with like old people. I experienced it with like super cute, well-behaved young people once in a blue moon um, and like every dog. Um, And me. And you like, oh my gosh, like, honey, like I will just like look at you and cry sometimes. Like I just get so, I almost cried when we were in the car leaving from the nursery earlier today. What? You don't remember? Like I was just holding Nani. Okay. So like, we're going to segue for a second. I got my dog. The Yorkie, who is my baby that I feel like I carried inside my body because I got her when I was pregnant. And we got her a dog sling. Like she is really anxious. She does. She has separation anxiety. She does not want Allison to get up and leave to go anywhere. She does not want me to leave the house. She's got to know where I am at all times. She is asleep between my legs as we speak. So I was like, I bet she would like love a dog sling. So I was doing all this research on dog slings specifically. Didn't look like it was going to be good for my back because they just were like crossbody over yeah. the shoulder. Y'all know I have back issues as it is. I was like, I'm not really crazy about that, but maybe it won't be so bad with some adjusting. Mm-hmm. I ordered one and then it wasn't able to be fulfilled because they were out of stock. So I didn't get that one. And I was like, what about a baby sling? Wouldn't it work the same? No, it wouldn't work the same because the dog carriers were literally like a bag. Oh, it's like a bag that you do crossbody on your thing instead of like a like a Bjorn or like a wrap for the baby. And so I started to look comparable prices. I found one that had like over like 1500 really, really good reviews, still had like 4.5 stars. And I was like, I wonder if anybody used any of these for their dogs. First damn picture I see. So (laughs) shout out to this white lady with this cute ass dog that was on there because had it not been for I saw that. And then I was like, perfect. Excellent. Yup. Sold. Ordered it. It came in. 
Nani gets so excited when she sees it. She wants to be in it. She tries to get back in it if I take her out of it. We took her to the nursery with us today because we needed to get some things for um, Allison's mom mm-hmm. and like some produce. And she was just so happy. We still practice social distancing. We didn't let anybody like come over and interact with us. Nope. Um, but and we she had our masks just, on. We had our masks on. We stayed away from people. It mm-hmm. wasn't densely populated. Like we said, this was somebody else's to-do list. Um, and, it, you know, it was either we were going to go or she was going to go. So, mm-hmm. again, we were just like, let's just do it. Get out of the way. And my child is so happy. Like, she <laughs> will nap in it. She will just sit in it. She's immediately content. Her heart stops beating fast. She fell asleep in it. She rode in the car with it on. Like, she did amazing. So, um, hit me up. <laughs> you guys would like a link to that. I'm not going to link it, like, in the bio of any of our places. Um, maybe I can find a place on our website um, to leave it. I will come back and update you guys maybe by the next episode we record later on this weekend. Um, but yeah, like she really loves it and we're both very happy. How, what, like, what's the biggest, like the most pounds that it'll hold? 35 pounds. I was trying to decide to say pounds or dog or. The largest. Yeah. The heaviest, the most weight that it can support. Yeah. I got you. I got you, babe. I got you. You did great. Um, 35 pounds. I was thinking in dog sizes. I was Mm -hmm. like, so can it hold like a pit bull? (laughs) And then I was like, no, what like, I feel door? like maybe a pug, a pug would be the biggest dog that could fit in there. Yeah. Like, like a, a pug, pug, Jack Russell. Yeah. Heavy maybe like shishu. a schnauzer. Yeah. Miniature schnauzer. A little schnauzer. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you've got like an Iggy, <laughs> they usually like it. Italian mm. greyhounds. I was like, what the fuck is an Iggy? Italian greyhound. I got it now. Thank so, you for saying that. Uh, right Lo, if you're listening to this, give Leo a kiss for me. Uh. Um, but yeah, so, um, but yes. So anyway, I lost my fucking mind about this and I'm pretty sure like y'all know I mm. enjoy like a nice adult beverage, um, and doing adult things that make me feel giggly. So y'all lost my shit and I was just like what if because Allison and I keep having this feeling and it's the same feeling we have that we will end up being like older women that will like be adopting like not like legal adoptions necessarily I mean I guess if it comes down to that we would be open to it like down the line when we're old and they're old so if it's like a teenager that is looking to be like emancipated from their home or just a well-to-do kid that just happens to be you know queer LGBTQIA plus and they come from a family that's not affirming they're not accepting or they disown them or disband them Uh, we want to be there to support them that's one of our long-term goals in general is to figure out a way to do outreach for them we've already got some ideas but we feel like there's going to at least be one or two of these people that come into our lives that will be ours we don't know why we feel that way but just the other day like both of us have been having this feeling and we're just like okay glad we're on the same page about it because we'd be like absolutely we just need to make sure that we have enough space we need to make sure we keep that space open for whoever this person is um that may need us and I started getting like weird feelings the other day about like babies remember I was because this was just like yesterday and I was like I feel like maybe there's somebody who is in because like it was such a distinct 
feeling that I don't know how to describe, but I was like, maybe right now what I'm feeling is this connection to somebody that I don't know yet who is going to need us later because of the way that I felt. I was like, I don't want to be pregnant. I don't need children. It feels like a small child presence. And the way that it feels is like they're not going to have something that they need. And I think this might have been when we were talking about um, not like gender reveals or anything, but just gender in general. Like when people have a baby, I was like, hypothetically, if we were to have a child, would we call that child like she, her? Would we call them him? Would we just call them them and then let them decide to tell us? Mm-hmm. you know, when they had the knowledge and the vocabulary and the understanding, will they just let us know what they would prefer to be called? And she was like, I think that we would just do them and then let that. I was like, yeah, I know. That's what it was. Cause I was like, you know, it really wouldn't be that hard to make things just gender neutral. Right. Um, you know, we like up to a certain age, it's really, really easy to dress kids. However. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, well, shit, like technically, you know, um, I, I would, have if circumstances were different and I was like a mom person and still had my biological little one the same time that I did and just you know decided to take the parenthood route differently mm-hmm. <laughs> and this was like our person and I was there you know we were their moms mm-hmm. and we were just like, well, technically, like we would have kids that were the same age as our peers kids. And since all of us are gay and all of us are queer and all of us are aware, they would be growing up needing that. Um, but, you know, there's still so many people that hold on to these values and traditions of their parents and mm. don't really want to learn about it. Anyway, it was just a very, very strong feeling about a little one that I think might be out there that will need us when they're a bigger one. Um, going through a tough transition yeah. later and both 15, of us are 15 16 is the age that mm-hmm. comes to mind same so you know if they need to come be with us for a little while and figure out the rest like we'll be we'll make changes and make steps and strides toward that now so that we'll have the space and um be in the mindset for that when the time comes yeah because we both feel really strongly about it yes But anyway, back to this little girl. I was like, babe, so cute aggression. What if, like, I saw this, completely lost my mind, had a mental breakdown, like, I've completely lost my shit. We freaking, you have to call the police. Like, I'm, like, losing my mind. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, like, I have to, like, kill something. I don't know. I'm just crazy. Like, I see this. It makes me feel so overwhelmed with cuteness, with joy, with happiness, with all of the feelings because I'm an empath. And it's like, it broke me. I'm emotional. I'm crazy. I'm all over the place. You have to call the police. You call the police. I have a mental breakdown. I completely lose my shit. I can't form words anymore. I'm still just at a heightened state of like anger and like love at the same time. Like I'm just angry and crying and inconsolable and I can't form words anymore. I'm like, what do you tell the doctor when the doctor comes in to be like, how are you related to the patient? And you're like, well, the patient's Patient's my my wife. wife. And he's like, okay, so what happened? Well, do you ever get that feeling when you see something really cute that you just want to squeeze it really, really hard? And like, sometimes you squeeze it maybe a little too hard. No, I've never squeezed anything too hard, but go on. That's not what your wife said, but... No, I'm the doctor. I know. (laughs) You know what? You're so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) 
so you made a dick joke. I, I did. <laughs> so, oh, honey, honey, I'm no. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. honey, no. Go. So then I'd just be like, well, she has this thing called cute aggression, and so when she sees something and it's just too overwhelming for her to take because it's so cute, she has to kill it. And that's that's what happened. So she, but I didn't kill anything. Like I'm just crazy. Like I'm just like mental well, breakdown. That's what would have happened had y'all not come. And he's like, mm, because hmm. you know, to do you feel that your wife is I'm a danger to herself or to others, Shh, sir? So, <laughs> madam, do you feel like your wife is a danger to herself or to other people? Only if they're cute. Hmm. Hmm. So you're safe. <laughs> you know what? I really don't like you much, but I think that your wife is going to have to be here with us for quite some time. Um, I think you are mistaken. Well, so, of and course. And then I wouldn't sign the papers to have you committed because. What if it's involuntary? Like if I'm danger, like at that point, isn't it like a civil matter? I thought that I would have to sign you in. Not if I've, I'm being involuntarily committed because I pose a threat to someone. I'm going to pose a threat to you. See? Yeah. And that's the story of how, like, I completely lost my mind and ended up being hospitalized because this one Instagram video completely sent me over the edge and ruined my life. So thanks a lot, Tabitha Brown. But seriously, y'all should follow Tabitha Brown if you she's are looking so for vegan great. recipes and stuff like this. Even is, if you're not looking for vegan recipes, she's, she's just so, so great. I love her. Her hair is beautiful. She's, she's just beautiful. Just beautiful, like, she is beautiful and sweet and to completely touched this little girl. And like this little girl was so emotional. She needed a hug. And I was like, oh, God, the baby needs a hug. I will hug the baby. Oh, my God. And then I would, like, squeeze the baby too hard. Sometimes I'm just holding the dogs and I'm just like. <sighs> yeah. Sometimes I think Jackson's ears are so cute that I want to rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> I just rip it. And, like, I speak to them really aggressively like that. And sometimes it helps. Like, if they're always, I'd be like, you're so fucking cute. I just want to eat your goddamn face off it. <laughs> I can just fucking rip your nose off. I can rip your face off and eat it. Oh. Um, I don't. Oh my. Um, usually, no, I'll usually just... I'll pull the dogs away at that point. I'll be like, maybe you should come sit on this side for a little bit. Uh, but like, I'll just like <laughs> gently pet them, but just talk to them really aggressively yeah. like that. And they don't care. They're so used to like, now how, they're so used to how loud I am that I can be like being serious, trying to get their attention yelling. They're like, yeah, lady shirt. Sure. Okay. So it's like, I just have to, mom voice is more effective than any other pitch, tone, or volume. Um, it's, it's mom voice. Y'all remember when I was saying how disappointed I was in people? Like mom tone. They all respond to that very well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that was a question that I, I just wanted to document that, I guess, just in case I ever lose my mind. And it seems premeditated. So um, you're welcome. Uh, you're all accomplices now. Thank you. Oh. Um, <laughs> you didn't have to do them like that. You didn't have to do them like that. Had to like do that. it to him. Had to do it to him. So yeah, I you're already all know. complicit. So, well, I have, I have a question then. Okay. So if I was to be arrested for something. Okay. What do you think it would be for? <sighs> them mistaking you for someone else. Oh. Like, I cannot think well, of you doing exciting a <laughs> single thing that would, like, get you in trouble. Like, 
Because my thing is, you're white. Yeah. And I don't know, just white people in authority, it's different. You do respect authority. And even if you don't respect them, you do a really, really good job making it seem like you do. Yeah, I'm good at that. I mean, it's just your diplomatic nature. Um, See, so like if I go squeeze that one that's yapping now, it would not be because she's being cute, by the way. Um, (laughs) Don't squeeze the dog. Shut up. up. I'm just kidding, guys. Like, I swear, like our our dogs are fine. (laughs) They're going to be like, let us see the dogs, Tiffany. You need to start subscribing to newspapers so we can see the date, Tiffany. Yeah, I promise that the dogs are all great and very spoiled so and ridiculous. Uh, oh. And I'm I I'm included in that. And I squeeze all of you like yes. at a mostly appropriate like Yeah. Sometimes mm. you get a little too excited and you're like Ugh! but you let go real quick. Cause probably could you say something like "ow, honey," and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, no!" And I'll be like, uh, "Did I hurt your boobs? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did you pee yet? I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh, I tingled no. a little. Are you full? Oh, honey, I didn't mean to squeeze your belly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I just be so excited to see you. <laughs> I love you. You're oh, my favorite yeah. lady, and I love you. And I just want to squeeze you and give you kisses. That's okay. I just wait for her to fall asleep and then I get all the kisses that I want. That sounds super rapacious. <laughs> well, not on your mouth. Okay. Allison mm. likes to be petted while she's asleep. I like, like to be petted in general. She likes to be petted in general, but she really, she likes to be like have yeah. her back rubbed or her head scratched and she does respond while she's asleep. So she like, is like, hmm. Or sometimes I'll get a, that's nice, honey. She doesn't ever remember saying those things to me. Or like, I'll <laughs> ask her like, does that feel nice, honey? And she'll go, mm-hmm. But she never remembers. But you really, really like to cuddle while you are sleepy. And you really like to be rubbed when you're just in general, but even when you're asleep. Yeah. So like, I promise it's not as creepy as it, it <laughs> sounded. sounded. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I just, I, I kiss your head a lot. I kiss your forehead. <laughs> and I kiss your little cheeks. And I kiss like in your hair. And you like that a lot. Or if I can't reach you or if I'm comfy, comfy, I'll just like kiss your shoulder. <laughs> but you always like it. Yeah. Yeah. I just give you lots of kisses and I sniff you because you smell good. <laughs> do, okay. Do any of the other honeybees have like really, really strong olfactory, um, like your olfactory sense is just very strong. It's my favorite one. And like smell will take me back to like anywhere. If I could sacrifice any of my five senses like i I don't i'd I'd hold on to i'd hold on to my sense of smell for like i would always want to feel i would always want to smell and i would always want to see like i could do without hearing i guess but like i would be sad because music i could but i just feel like life would be much more difficult for me as an individual without sight yeah than some other senses anyway hmm. um does anybody else like lose their minds and just like we have asked all so many questions in this podcast we want to know how's your relationship going in quarantine <laughs> we want to know do y'all have any conspiracy theories about COVID 19 or about anything in general because we are legitimately fascinated about that how are you guys handling it what activities are you doing during quarantine and also (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) 
Does anybody like to just aggressively sniff everything, including their pets and their partners? Or is that just me? I've been that way since I was a child. Um, I do that, but I don't think that it's like aggressive. I do like I will. No, you aggressively sniff me. I will but... sniff the shit out of like not your ass, but like I'll come Ew, like no, smell your armpit so hard. Yeah, you do that, and it's it was so weird to me uh, until I did that to your armpits, and I was like, oh, you were like oh my god, it smells so good in here. Yeah, pheromones. I've always thought like my previous partners or whatever that i did not i would not have done that with them you mm-hmm. no you smell real good and like when we're outside and we're like oh i'm stinky and then that's always when the other one goes let me smell mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're just like okay <laughs> but you yeah, know you smell good all the time like i just sniff you all the time i love how whatever makes your scalp smell like not your shampoo but just like your smell your skin smells really good you the oils in your hair whatever happens with it smells really really good like your sweat smells really good to me i don't know yeah you yeah. a creep i like it yeah <laughs> i'm creepy <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, we're having a good time. Like, I'm super having excited. It's finally time. the freaking weekend. Like, I feel like a little kid where I'm just like, okay, on the weekend I get to hang out with Addison. On the weekend I get to hang out with Addison. On the weekend I get to hang out. And then I'm like, oh, it's the weekend. Babe, it's Friday. It's Friday, Friday. Can I get down on Friday? Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Why are you looking at the mic? On Friday. <laughs> Everybody's oh looking forward God. to the weekend. Party Yo, and party I wish yeah. that you could see how party intensely party she's yeah. staring fun, at this microphone fun, singing fun, this fucking fun. song. Looking forward to the uh-huh. weekend. That was great. Yeah, yeah, it was. But yeah, we love you guys. Make sure that you follow us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at sweetesthoney.love. You can email us at info at sweetesthoney.love. You can follow us on Twitter at sweetesthoneypod. And yeah, we absolutely love to interact with you guys. We get DMs a mm-hmm. lot <clears throat> from people that are there. Yes, we will answer DMs. Yes, we actually do love getting emails from you guys. Yes, we do love to hear your stories about how you're in love and yeah. in happy relationships and how you've overcome things. Like, we don't want to like drag bad situations. If y'all want like advice to see if we've been through something before, you can email that as well. Yeah. Like these are questions that are always welcome. Y'all don't have to wait for an invitation to do that. Email us anytime about your relationship stuff, your dating stuff. We really, really love to hear it. And we also really, really just love a good story about two people who have mutual love and trust and respect for each other and that y'all are best friends like the cheesy shit like we love it just the mundane hanging out we're best friend thing like we absolutely adore that we can relate to that so share those things with us and let us know if it's okay to also share on the podcast yeah Um, but also especially like your conspiracy theories though because i think that's kind of the mood that we're in yeah like send me send me your favorites like links y'all can send us the youtube links you can just we'll tell us a story it. yes we'll listen to it, it. i so love it excited. i'm thinking about getting back into like symbolism oh, illuminati God. videos again oh my gosh you like, can't I say that you can't say that oh sorry <laughs> they 
There's no such thing as the Illuminati. I don't Take know what back. you're talking about. Uh uh-uh. uh. Illuminati, you know, just Stop light. saying it. Just light. Just the <laughs> word. I'm not talking about any type of secret organizations or things like that that might actually exist or not exist. Stop it. Okay, so like the point is, like, we are having a great time and we love you guys a lot. We love this community. Um, and share some happy stuff with us. We're at time. <laughs> we love you guys. Until next time. We love you, honeybees. Bye. Bye.